Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hope in Struggle. Before I begin, if you have not listened to my late husband's celebration ceremony, can I encourage you to go back and do that? It is hysterical. It's funny. It's uplifting. It is a quote-unquote funeral that you'll leave feeling better than when you came. I want to give a little bit of context about what I'm going to say today, and it needs really to begin with that, if at all possible. It's in two parts, but it's funny. It's <laughs> the most unique celebration of life I've ever been to. And so I wonder, would you go back there if you haven't already? Because this is going to be connected to those two episodes. Hi, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy, and I hope that you have listened to the celebration of life from my husband, Lee, who died almost three years ago. A little bit of backstory on that. I refused to have a normal funeral. I refused to, I guess a better way to say that is a typical funeral to where maybe, by the way, I have no judgment on any way that anyone does this. Please know that. Please know you can do whatever you want, whatever your mothers did, whatever. I mean, that's up to you. That's up to y'all's family. But speaking personally, I knew that our celebration for Lee had to be different. It had to be funny. It had to be about what we truly believe happens when we die. It had to be something where we had an opportunity with that captive audience there to say the things that we wanted to make sure everyone heard from us and knew. And I believe that with an amazing church and a bunch of amazing friends, we made that happen. So I begin with that because this week marks kind of another milestone. I don't know if you've lost anyone, and and those of you that have lost your spouses, first of all, I'm so sorry, and I get it. I fully get it, and I hate that we have to go through this. I hate that we get it because, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how much things have changed. I can't even begin to tell you how much I dread evenings because I'm all alone. And yeah, my boys are there, but you know, they have their own lives. They do their own things. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I dread weekends. I can't even begin to tell you how I like want to date again. I want to have that companion, a companion, but like, it's so hard. I compare everyone to Lee and Lee was so not average and not, I'm sure all these people are not average in their heart, but you know, you have your own standards and your own things like, this is what I like and this is what I'm attracted to. And it's all of these things together. And you know, it's just, all that's just so difficult. And I know for a fact, Lee would have already said, don't be stupid, go, you know, but it's not that easy. So All that being said, we are celebrating this year Lee's third birthday in heaven. Um, Our third birthday without him. And I'm not really big. Let me be very clear on this. I'm not very big on, you know, finding the day maybe that he passed and we all, this is the day. You know what I mean? And to me, I can't do that. To me, I can't handle that. I know that some people just, there's something inside your body. There's like this thing that you just like, what's going on today? Something's weird. And you'll look at the calendar like, oh, 
Oh, because I do believe the body keeps the score a little bit. And if you haven't read that book, it's a little bit of a dry book, but get the audio. The body keeps the score. It's, it's across the board on any trauma. It's across the board on any major life situation or change. But um, it's good to sort of understand that. But I want to celebrate Lee. And so anytime I remember or anytime there's a thing that is connected to him, and or his passing. I just want to celebrate it. You know what I mean? I just know that if we keep praying for joy and keep praying for purpose, we're going to see the joy and we're going to find the purpose in it. Second Corinthians first, second uh, Corinthians one, three through five tells us, and I'm paraphrasing basically that the same love in which God, the same love and care in which God brought us through our troubles, our, our trauma, our loss, we are to then give that same love when someone else goes through a similar trauma or loss. And to me, I know that that gives everything that we've gone through purpose because, yeah, we don't have Lee anymore, but you know what? We're all going to die. And I know that no one wants to hear that or talk about that, but guess what? In case you're not sure of this, let me give you a newsflash. We will all die at some point. And we don't always have control of that. Well, matter of fact, we never have control of that. You know what I mean? Really, it could be when we're elderly and old. It could be, you know, any time. But my whole point in bringing that up is that I want more than anything to give purpose to not only Lee's passing, but more importantly, to God's glory through all the things that God did through me meeting Lee, through Lee and I getting married, through Lee's cancer, and eventually through his death. So that being said, I don't know what you've lost. I don't know what your hardships are, but here's something that I was reminded of as I was looking at my calendar this week going, oh yeah, that's happening this week, is that if speaking specifically about loss, you are in control of making it positive, joyful, encouraging, celebratory, or you're in charge of making it terrible and horrible and all about you and what you don't have and what you didn't get and what was taken from you and how can you possibly do blah, 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 because this was taken from you. I just don't believe that. I believe that every story in the Bible where something horrible happened to someone eventually ended up being for God's glory and the good of his purpose, the good of us and the good of others. I think of every difficult story in the Bible. And I say that a lot because every time I get kind of sad, every time I get like, you know, there's another weekend doing nothing. Here's another weekend where, you know, what movie can I watch? You know what I mean? What series can I begin? And while there's nothing wrong with that, it gets really old, you know, but then again, I've got really no one to do anything with. And so there's that, but I just know that we are in control of making the most of it. And I want to give the most joy, glory, not only to God, but through Lee's life, through his death. Not only is that the best example for my children, but it's the best example for what I believe. And I believe that once we die, we will go to heaven or a place with Jesus where we can rest until the next thing happens. I believe that our souls are alive, that we never truly die, that just our bodies stop working. 
And that's what happened with Lee. And while it was untimely and no, we were thinking we were coming to bring him home, you know, when he did his next chemo series, but, you know, it wasn't what happened. But what I choose to do and what I want to lovingly encourage you to do, and y'all, I'm just sharing my journey. I'm just sharing as I'm going through all these things because I don't know what else to do. But I know that anyone that's gone before me and shares with me like kind of best practices and things that here's a thought, why don't you think about this? Or here's what I do and here's how it's less painful. Here's how I'm getting through it. They share their tactics with me. And and one of the things that I am determined to do, celebrate. Lee would have been 56 this week. By the way, he was 25 years older than me. I'm kidding. He was not. He was seven years older than I and um, seven-ish, six and a half, seven. By the way, if you ever knew him, you would know he looks nothing like his age. Um, But I just smile at the fact that I only had him. Smile that he was such a good man. I smile that he would have been 56. I smile that my sister messaged me this morning and they planted a tree for Lee years ago and, well, two years ago. And uh, she was like, I want to put something out by that tree. Would that be okay with you? And I'm like, yeah, like what? She was like, oh, just something like a plaque that goes outside that just says a little bit more about what the memorial tree is about. And I said, I would love it. And, you know, and then as she adds, I'm praying over your heart through all this. Lee was a wonderful man and I'm so happy you had him. You know, like that's what I want to focus on. I don't want to focus on, well, I don't have him anymore. I've got nobody who loves me, nobody who dates me, and no one to do all the fun things you do with with a husband. I can't live like that. And I think it's defeating, and I think it's the way the evil one wants us to live. Me, me, me. Sad, sad, sad. Entitled, entitled. And this was taken, and this was taken. I want to flip that script. I got to have him. I have these two beautiful sons that adored him and that he adored and poured himself into. He poured himself into me. He loved me. Like in the most cool, unique. Mindy, you are such an interesting individual and I love everything about you. Well, I would say there's some things he was like, all right, enough. But in general, you know what I mean? And that's what love is. You love all of that, but yet you grow together, getting better together. And and, and it was just such a fun thing to be married to him. And please, please, I always say this. No marriage is perfect. I wanted to throat punch him plenty of times. And I wanted him to hurry up already and do what I asked him to do and let's go. And he would take his time. But it was a great combination. So whatever you've got coming up, whether you're listening to this when I'm recording or, or, or maybe later, will you celebrate it? Like, like make yourself celebrate it. Like, push through it. I'm happy I had Lee. He would be 56. We would be making fun of how old he is. We would be doing something for him. We would probably get him a Dallas Cowboys cake. Because, yeah, whether you like Dallas Cowboys or not, I don't care. I love them. And I will go to my grave loving them. And I will go to my grave with two Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfits. By the way, I never wear them. But I have them just in case. I've got white boots. I love that stadium. I do not care. But we just love football. And, like, we would always do something with his birthday. You know, something, something to do with football. And this year... Garrett will have a football game on his birthday, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate. So maybe it's Christmas. Maybe it's their birthday. 
Maybe it's a special time that you guys used to do stuff. Maybe I'll do stuff at Easter. Maybe I'll did stuff. I don't know. Thanksgiving was big. Whatever it is, will you step outside yourself? And I can say this because I am that person too. Step outside your selfish, poor me self. And I'll say our, not, not like I'm pointing the finger at you. We step outside yourself and do what's right and do what's bigger and do what's better and do what really gives glory to that person and glory to all that memory. Celebrate them. Celebrate them. I choose to celebrate on Lee's birthday. And you guys, when December rolls around and it will be three years that Lee's gone to heaven, I will celebrate. Maybe with a tear in my eye, but only because I loved him so much. Only because my memories are so good and so, you know, yeah, sure, bittersweet. But we've got to remember life isn't what happens to us. It's how we respond to what happens to us. Nobody's out to get us. You know, no one's like, oh, great, I'm losing again. No, no. Take that attitude and flip it. Think my life isn't falling apart. It's falling into place. Jesus, show me what I'm supposed to do with this. God, show me how I'm supposed to manage this. And I just want to say one more thing today. I don't talk about this a lot, but I very much believe in the power of good Christian counsel. Maybe that's someone that is a beautiful Christian mentor to you. I have a Miss Cora, who Miss Cora is this beautiful woman that many people uh reach out to. I see her at the gym. So she's also a fitness girl. She does her hair and her makeup and her nails. And so like I get her on that level too, but she's someone I reach out to, but I want to also encourage you, um, do, do your research and find a good Christian therapist or counselor. If that's something that you think you need, here's the deal. It will help, but go into it with this mindset. I'm going to check this person out. If I feel like it vibes, if I feel like I feel open, if I feel like they give good counsel, then stay with them. If you don't like them, then you simply don't schedule again. It is that easy. I am, again, uh, doing Christian counseling as we speak, and it's very telling to me how I think I can do this on my own so many days. I'll just do it with Jesus, and me and Jesus, and me and Jesus. But Jesus works through many people, many situations, and opening our minds and hearts to how Jesus can work through things, I think is a big, it's it's something we need to focus on. I'll put it that way. And so um, as much as I don't want to feel pain and don't want to do that again, I know that I will be stuck kind of where I am right now, hating the evenings and hating weekends and having this lump in my stomach most every day to getting to where that pain will dissipate. I will still have the knowledge. I will still have all of the love and all the experiences, but that pain won't be so debilitating and it won't paralyze me and I can move forward. I've got to, not only for the good of my children and myself, but for the glory of God. And I'm sorry, now I'm snotty for crying, but here's what I'm going to do Thursday. And these are just examples. I'm going to teach 
a class of my one of my favorite formats. And by the way, to me, teaching is a joy. So if you're like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. Well, do, do what you think would be a joy. To me, teaching's a joy. I get to do it at a really cool, amazing gym that I've started working at again. I am going to get my nails done and my toes done that day because I actually have a fun wedding to go to this weekend. And then I'm going to put on my football stuff and I'm going to watch my son play football. I can't think of a better way to celebrate that wonderful man that God gave me than to do that. So would you please just pray with me real fast as I pray us out. Thank you for listening, by the way. Jesus, God, I love you so much. Thank you for all the good things that you've done in this life. Thank you for the hard things too, Jesus. As I know, there can be your glory. There can be good for us. And there can be ways we help other people through that. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Help me not be so selfish and so self-focused. Lord, this whole world of you, 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 and you're all you need and you're enough. Lord, it's led to us being very entitled and very offendable, very offendable. Lord, I want none of that. I want none of that as part of my life. Lord, I know that you work through the hardest of situations. Your word echoes it over and over again. I want to be a joy to others. I want to have joy. I want to respond in a way that my children see you. I want to respond to all of this in a way my children see faith, that they see strength, but not in a human strength, but in the strength in you, Jesus. Lord, please help us celebrate these hard days. Help us celebrate the days to where the memory or, or, or just the knowledge of that loss and the emptiness is just in our face. Let us flip it. Please show us how, give us strength, and just let us, in our mind, be able to, with your power, Jesus, flip that script. And instead of being sad and, and, and feeling that loss, let us have joy that we had it. Let us have joy that we had them. Let us have joy that you allowed us to be whoever to that person, and they were allowed to be whatever to us. Lord, it is not what happens to us. It's how we respond to what happens to us. We choose our attitude. We choose our actions. We choose how we feel. Please guide us, direct us, not only towards you, but clear, level-headed thinking, Lord God, that can give glory, glory to you, but that can be for the good of others. I ask all this in your precious name. Amen. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I hope this is helpful to you. I want to share all the things going on so that it can be not only helpful to you, glory, glory to God somehow, but also you guys stepping through these by speaking all of these different uh, monumental days and all these different, you know, hard times. It helps keeping it in and, and, and staying quiet. Sometimes it allows almost like a wound to fester and it gets worse and worse and it feels like it gets infected then it grows and then it takes on all these other yucky things that it's possibly the root cause of. So will you please just walk with me through this, pray about it. And if you're ready, get counseling because it has helped me substantially. And it's so nice to have someone ask questions about me and, and be in a free, zero judgment type of, area to where you can just get it all out. That is what good counseling should be. 
All right. Thank you. Bye.